I think we, I think we should just kind of jam to that for the <laughs> just, whole episode. Just leave, leave on this entire album. <laughs> Man. Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Eli, what's your favorite Rolling Stones song? Ooh, I like that question. Uh, it is Can't You Hear Me Knocking. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Can you hear me knocking? My, I think mine might be Brown Sugar or Sympathy for the Devil. Fantastic songs. Yeah, so I mean, Sympathy for the Devil is like such a classic, amazing song. Yeah. Um, it's oh, so good. I think like I, I, that's... <laughs> I kind of feel like everyone's favorite Rolling Stones song should be Sympathy for the Devil. And then you just have to pick an alternate. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. You, it's like, by default, it's Sympathy for the Devil. You just have to pick another one because yeah. obviously it's Sympathy for the Devil. Exactly. <laughs> no, that is, yeah. No, I, for, I forget about that Rolling Stones song and that is a very, very good song. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a very good one. Nice. So how do you, how do you come up... Well, uh, let's get a little behind the scenesy. Okay. How do you uh, how how do you come up with the songs that you play? Because uh, I got to be honest, <laughs> you you are like a freaking schizo <laughs> on these songs. Like I have no idea what's coming. It's like no. I'll get like Tiffany, and then all of a sudden like Shaggy, and then you're just like I'm gonna play the B side to a fucking radio show like it just it's so insane so i don't i've i've always wondered how like what pops into your head to figure out what song you're gonna play i wish i had a good answer for you but i don't it's mostly me just like a minute before we record being like oh man i should pick a song to start it off with what should it be um i always try to make it kind of like a semi-famous song that people have like heard of i don't want to turn this into like a you know what you crank and i don't really want to talk about it so i that's kind of why i'm with rolling stones um just because I mean, every once in a while, you just you gotta listen to some Stones, man. So the reason I picked that one is because I said it was probably one of my favorites. So okay, I didn't (laughs) know if it was like a song you would like heard that day, and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it on podcast. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Uh, so welcome back you guys episode 65 (laughs) of the two friends three questions podcast i'm eli and i'm and i'm uh uh fuck (laughs) god damn it (laughs) eli you fucked fucked it it. all right let's uh let's take this shit again Oh man, that was that was pretty good, man. That was funny. Just freaking start it all over again. Oh my god. Oh, Ooh, that was. What's going on, man? What's going on today? What are we doing? <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is in a little bit of a mood today. Uh, he he had a lot. He was kind of like how yeah. I was last week. We we have been having a lot of technical issues. And I can definitely speak from experience that I know last week I was getting quite, quite mad. <laughs> yep. uh, well, and I was mad last week, too, because you had such a cool idea. And I was like, I just want to do this fucking thing because yeah. this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And uh, Mitch kind of had a similar experience today. So it ended up working out. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, today's been kind of a nightmare. The computer issues. Um, also, my. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I worked today. I just got off work, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna be fun. But uh, yeah, work sometimes sucks. I talk on the phone most of the day. Like, if you can tell, like sometimes if we record on like after work, my voice kind of sounds different. It's because my voice yeah. is fucking shot. It, yeah, I've been uh, talking for you know talking on the phone all day and drinking no water, uh, which is not right. good. So, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much right there with you in a lot of ways. So I think that we should tip this episode off and get into a little bit of what you're drinking. Maybe wet the whistle. Yeah, I think that's a good Le- idea. Loosen it up a bit because yep. I trust me, I get it too. I'm so <laughs> tired. I have a headache. I, why do we even what? Why are we even doing this? What are we even doing? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, we're we're in a terrible mood, and I'm sure that'll play well to the audience. <laughs> I I at least am glad that we could both be in like mildly not super great moods and at least make each other laugh. <laughs> exactly. If if we were not on mic, I would I would just be sitting in a corner on my phone like it's fucking Monday. Pretty like, much. Yeah. Me I too. get. The, do you get the Mondays though? Was it just a Monday or was it a particularly difficult day? Um, you know, actually for me, um, since I worked yesterday and I have Friday off, it was technically my Tuesday, so I should mm. I should have been a little happier because like I only have to work three more days and then I'm out. But um, yeah. oh yeah, well yeah, because you're gonna go on vacation and I am going camping this oh, weekend. Oh, that's right, you are going camping this weekend. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah tell me tell me about that. Who are you going camping with? Uh, you don't have to say the names. <laughs> Uh, just just me and the old lady and my best friend and his wife and cool. uh, our uh, our fifth wheel. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So um, no, it's it's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be yeah. I think we're all excited to do it. It's a little bit stressful because you you kind of have to make sure you have enough stuff so you don't die. Yeah. So when you say going camping, like what is like tents? The whole like. Do you, do you do you just go out in the middle of the woods with a tent and hope to find a spot, or do you camp camp like go to a camping ground and? Well, well, we're going, we're going, we're going to a campground, and okay. I I kind of view that as like a um, moderate level of camping, mm-hmm. um, because you know we there's a lot of things we don't have to do, um, but you're still at a campground and you don't want to be like miserable for two days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely not going in an RV. I made a bunch of jokes because, like, we, me and Charlotte, were trying to figure out like getting a tent and all that, and I was just kind of like, I, "I will give me a blanket and I will sleep <laughs> on the ground by the fire under I, the stars, like, the way God intended." I'll do it. I, I've only been like really primitive camping like one time, where it was we made a we didn't even have a tent we made a lean-to wow and like had sleeping bags and literally just wandered out into the woods and just found a spot and, and camped and it was really fun but it definitely was a little bit more like i felt like it was more active because we were genuinely mm-hmm. trying to like make <laughs> like we were really like kind of somewhat hard pressed to make sure that we were like not going to just randomly die in the middle of the night you know what i'm saying mm. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, whereas, like, if you go camp at a campground, it's just, like, you just want to set up and have fun and drink beer and, you know, we're going to throw the baseball around, that kind of thing. But the the primitive camping is a little bit more, like, we got to make sure, like, that tree's not going to fall on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's how um, I felt, at least. So, yeah, that's cool, man. You told me that, and I initially thought, um, you know, it, it was a cool idea because this this thought crossed my mind. Speaking of fun stuff that we can talk about on the podcast and have a blast, this was supposed to be the weekend you were getting married, right? 
Oh, Let's yeah, talk that about too. that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, yeah, we basically, um, yeah, we were, we set a date and we're pretty much all set to get married uh, and then COVID. And then, you know, we kind of thought no big deal. But then, I mean, the more we kind of thought about it, I, I was just like, look, honey, I mean, I'm not like trying to be a jerk about the whole thing, but I'm like, we can't plan this mm-hmm. in the middle of COVID. We don't even know what it's going to look like after this. Exactly. Yeah. So as all or this drug out, ends, yeah, yeah, as, as all this started to drag out more and more, that's when we kind of just had to make the decision. It's like, we still don't even feel like it would be safe and it's not safe. It's, it's August and honestly, as happy as I am, the sports are back. They're fucking blowing it. Everybody's yeah. getting sick. You know, it's, it's not a good time. So I'm glad we did kind of make the decision to wait so you know we're probably going to get married next year but i think this was a little bit of like solace was like well let's do something fun because every all of our close friends have this time off Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like well let's still do something um so yeah so we're going to do this camping trip and and hang out and you know kind of do that as a as a way to have some fun and you know maybe not sit at home on the weekend we were supposed to get married yeah that'd be pretty pretty upsetting (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah weird weird stuff weird times miss what you drink best all right so um as i mentioned earlier i had some tech issues earlier and we were supposed to start recording like a half hour ago i got thirsty i'm sorry i cracked my beer already i've had a few sips um but let me let me pretend like this is the first one Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i've got a uh this is from three floyd's brewery it is called a Sicario Pina. <laughs> um, All right. Three, yeah, check out that bottle. Three Floyds Brewing is just so fucking metal. Everything uh, they do. <laughs> yeah, I remember them now. Yeah, everything Three Floyds does makes it look like it's an album cover for a metal album. Um, yeah. But this one is like a Pina Colada Ale, which I was kind of on the fence about. Ooh. I'm skeptical. It's not okay. It's not bad. Uh-huh. It's, it's just incredibly sour. Like it's not a technically a sour beer, but it's as fucking sour as I get. So, oh wow, that's my first. My yeah, my first and yeah, my initial th- reaction is it's way too sour. Um, another weird thing is uh, when I poured it earlier, um, I noticed like there were these little like things on the bottom of the glass that that made it look disgusting i thought i had just like used a dirty glass and i was like oh well that's not good but then i saw them like start to float up and dissolve into the beer and i was like okay i don't know what that is but it looked like chunky you know how you when you uh when you do like a uh irish car bomb the yeah, the, the yeah. milk in there gets curdly that's what it looked like in the bottom and i was like oh, i fucked up i used a disgusting glass but then no it went away and it's fine it's fine (laughs) well i don't i i kind of wonder if that was the sediment of the beer could be i'm thinking that beer might be outdated you think (laughs) yeah typically i mean i could be wrong did you buy a six pack or did you buy it individually i just bought it individually it's probably an outdate where's the expiration date on this bitch (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say sometimes it's only on the the six pack it's not on the bottle. <laughs> You're right, so I'll never know. <laughs> exactly. Where did you buy it from? Somewhere reputable? Yeah, somewhere fairly reputable. A liquor store. No, that's <laughs> no. an out. 
because here's the issue i i worked when i worked for rite aid the issue there was the beer vendors fucking sucked because they take a loss if their beer outdates they take a loss and they have to just literally eat that cost yeah and fill it back up and i i would bet my bottom dollar that they have they i bet you here's what they do they're outdated six packs They'll take them, bust them up, and sell them that way. That sounds about right, because I did buy it just a single bottle. <laughs> I mean, not every place is going to do that. I guess it's just... But also, like, the head on that looks real weird. Well, I poured it, like, a half hour ago, so... <laughs> well, yeah, but the color's kind of weird, though, right? It has, like... This is a pina colada ale. Yep. Oh, maybe I'm looking at the glass. I'm seeing the eagle. <laughs> oh, okay. it, That's it's fucking it up. Glass. <laughs> no, that looks normal. But it, I mean, it's not like it's going to... It may just be a little bit outdated. Okay. It, it tastes fine. I'm going to get the shits for a beer that's just okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I had uh, bought an outdated six-pack of Guinness Black Lager once. Ooh. And that shit was gross. Yeah, it bet. was like there was a layer of sediment on the bottom of the beer uh yeah that's not good <laughs> it was uh, gross. all right man what about you what you got what you drinking on well didn't have a whole lot of time to pick anything out because we definitely have played this week by year um yeah. but i yeah i uh, rolled up into the gas station i just looked for something i was like oh mitch has had this on the podcast but i have not mm. but it is one of the first beers i ever had um legally <laughs> nah, I drank this before I was 21. Uh, I got some Blue Moon. Oh, yeah, Blue Moon. Yeah, that's pretty good. You got to put a little orange in there. I don't have oranges. <laughs> put some orange juice, maybe? Uh, Nope. I got ramen noodles. <laughs> okay. <You're... laughs> Why is that? They're not related. <laughs> that's all I eat. I don't own fruit. <laughs> sorry. Was, all right. Sorry. You got me, man. That was too good. <laughs> so how I is got this? <laughs> That's not a thing. That's similar. <laughs> how, how's your blue moon? How, how's it taste? Oh man, I the, this was like the, the. Do you remember when you thought blue moon was fancy? Yeah, yeah. Like when I first turned twenty one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's how I feel. But man, I'll tell you what. This is a good beer, though. It's not bad. You know, it'd make it better. Ramen noodles. <laughs> Ramen noodles. Just get the little shrimp pack and just sort of. <laughs> do you have a favorite? I tell you, so we don't really have a lightning round. Uh, Mitch is going to do a YouTube corner for us, but I have one lightning round question i don't know don't edit in the thing it's not worth it (laughs) what's your favorite flavor of ramen noodles i do want to know that oh uh man i haven't had a good ramen noodle in a while um i used to be just kind (laughs) of like the 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 regular old like chicken flavor was pretty decent um i remember trying the shrimp i can't remember if i liked it or not what's your favorite brand of ramen noodles isn't there only one Oh wow! No, oh lord! Maruchan top ramen, baby. (laughs) I'm a top ramen household. Well, no, those are different. So one is the maruchan, then uh, the other one's top ramen. Oh, we'll see. I fucked it up then. Okay. Very big difference. (laughs) So enlighten me, please. Tell me. Uh, Basically, top ramen is better, but. I do think that the the Marchin, I just love how we don't even know how to fucking say that. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> that brand I do think is a little bit more flavorful, but the top ramen noodles light years better. Ooh. Light years better. I 
have a lot of pain. Well, like, you ever have, like, an instant cup of ramen? Like, it's, where you just pour the hot water in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The that styrofoam was my jam. cup? Oh, yeah. In college, that was my jam. I honestly have had maybe three since college, though. Oh, yeah, agreed, because it's 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 shite. It's yeah. the word, It's not even ramen. Like, it's... I don't know what fucking noodles they're putting in that thing. And it should be exactly the same. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I get the cup of ramen, and it's t- fucking terrible. It's yeah. like the worst noodles. It's like cardboardy noodles. I yeah. eat a lot of ramen. I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. No, we, we talked about this before, too, but, man, yeah, I really like to just... Uh, yeah, I church it up a little bit, a little bit of butter, maybe a scrambled egg in there. Oh, living like oh. a king. You put butter in it? Dude, so good. Next time you make ramen, put a little huh. scoop of butter in there. Just like when you're <laughs> boiling the noodles or Just like yeah, when it's yeah, b- b- yeah, when it's done basically. Oh, you throw it in there and it's done. Mm-hmm. Man, I might have to try the butter thing. Butter thing's butter, new. Mix it up. Oh, fantastic. All right. <laughs> respect, respect, respect. I learned that from my grandma and she's overweight, so you can trust her. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know we were gonna start roasting our grandmas. <laughs> Do you have anything? Man, you'd my like grandma, to say about that grandma? Fat bitch. <laughs> no, I was just—he didn't say that. I'm just joking. <laughs> Damn, what man? What kind of person would just come? Like, could you imagine having a conversation where <laughs> someone was like, "Man, my grandma's such a bitch." <laughs> Fuck, man, my grandma's ah uh, pissing me off lately. <laughs> Good Lord. So this did kind of pop in my head um, kind of randomly, but I did want to talk about it on the podcast before we before we get rolling here. Uh, Have you ever heard overheard a conversation and you hear one part of the conversation (laughs) and it just makes you just laugh your ass off? Yes. Yeah. So me and the old lady went to uh, down to the old dicks. To pick up uh, some some baseball gear, okay, because yeah, uh, yeah. she she wanted a baseball glove, so we went down to Dicks to find her one, and uh, we're walking through Dicks, and there's this group of guys coming past us, and they're all like fucking like muscle bound, like <laughs> like <laughs> kind of doing that all behind each other. Yeah. None of them had mask on, which also Jesus Christ, Dicks on a Sunday. These people got nothing better going on. Like, I mean, yeah, we're there, but we're getting one thing. And, like, there are people there with shopping carts. I'm like, this is a dicks. What I are you buying? It. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was so bizarre to me. But anyways, these all these big muscly bound guys, and they're all, like, really clean cut and clean dressed. No mask at all. But one of them says, like, oh, uh, yeah, well, that's pretty normal for southern Germany. <laughs> and I, I, I died because I was like, first off, what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Second off, I have a sneaking suspicion that you have no idea what you're talking about. Just I imagine this, this muscle. Yeah, this buff dude walking around dicks on a Sunday with his bros. And you'd, uh, you'd imagine they're talking about chicks or something. And they're like talking about, nope, <laughs> Germany. Yeah, like, what are they talking about? Like, this socioeconomic German <laughs> politics? Like, I doubt it highly. <laughs> right. Oh, and man. I just, I died because I'm just like, what the fuck were they talking about? <laughs> and then just all day, I'm like, what are they, t- like, what? And, oh, man, it killed, but I, I really did lose it. Because I'm like, amazing. first off, there's no fucking way that you know any actual information about Southern Germany. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
I, I, I just, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. Mainly because of that sentiment that you just said. Like, the way you said it, like, oh, well, you know, think about Southern Germany is. And I just know <laughs> that guy at the party of, like, you know, well, well, Malaysia is, here's what you got to understand about Malaysia. It's like, you're from Idaho, George. <laughs> Shut up about Malaysia. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, I had something may, similar it, happen at work. I was walking by a couple people, and I think in context, looking back, they were they, they were in the middle of like a serious conversation. And I think the girl had like had to just put her dog down or something. But I was walking by, and I heard I heard one girl tell another girl she was like, "Yeah, he was uh, you know he he bit me, and then we had to kill him or something." But she said she said him, and she was the way she said it like was just vague enough that I couldn't tell for sure it was a dog and it sounded like they were talking about a human and I literally like stopped in my tracks and like looked at her and then I was like oh it was the dog and then I just kept walking I was yeah. like I'm not gonna oh boy yeah fucking grandpa just he's senile and biting <laughs> right. people we just we had to put him down yeah we, we, just, we just we just had to do it but but yeah just the way she said like we had to kill him not put him down like nothing uh, anyway yeah that is an odd way of putting that maybe it was a different kind of animal could be to this day i don't know i should see, ask see that's the thing that's what drives me crazy about those it's just like then in your head you're just you're running through every scenario that they could have been talking about and it just drives you fucking insane yeah exactly all right well yeah i just wanted to share that it made me laugh and everybody has one of those too that is one of my favorite party things is is to try to work that into the conversation like what's your thing that you've heard that still drives you crazy to this (laughs) day that you heard five years ago um all right mitch well i heard pray tale you have a little youtube corner for us i do indeed i'm glad you asked Okay, so, um, yes, I don't have a lightning round question it, for today, but in lieu of that, I have been watching a little bit more YouTube, um, as I always do, um, and then I stumbled across this YouTube channel, um, I think it was just, like, recommended to me, and I started watching a couple of his videos, and uh, it was super interesting. Um, this isn't going to be for everybody, it's mostly just going to be, I think you might find it interesting, um, but it is, uh, it's, a, it's a guy named Rick Beato, I think is how he pronounces it, um, and he is this like guitarist um who's this older guy who's really good at guitar uh, but he's also super knowledgeable about just like all types of music um and he's got a really good understanding of like music theory too um so the, yeah again like i said it's not for everybody but um he's got a couple of videos some of his videos are like he'll do a top 20 like guitar solos and rock history top 20 like acoustic guitar intros of all time where he'll just go through and oh, like talk okay. about some of his favorite you know parts of songs and he'll have these lists that he you know goes through um but what i think is like really interesting about it is um first off you can tell he like music theory wise he knows his shit um and second of all he's really good at guitar so there'll be sometimes when he'll be like okay yeah i want to play yeah so you know number four on my list is this grateful dead solo that nobody's ever heard uh i want you guys to play it except grateful dead like doesn't allow me to play you know their songs on my youtube channel 
or else I'll get shut down. So I'm just going to recreate this entire song just for the sole purpose of playing you 15 seconds of this Grateful Dead solo. And it's just insane, man. And like he knows the solo to a T and he does that shit all the time. Let, let, let me interject a little bit. What yeah, was this yeah, guy's yeah. name again? Uh, Rick Beato. He spells it Beato. B-E-A-T-O. Um, oh, okay. And he's a monster, man. He's just a phenomenal oh. guitarist. Um, and he's got a couple other videos. Some of his videos are like... Um, Basically, the format is like why this song is awesome. And he does one on Everlong by the Foo Fighters where he just kind of oh, breaks dope. it down. He'll play like the intro and he'll be like, okay. And, and it gets a little nerdy. Um, but he'll be like, yeah, this is, you know, the, he'll take a part of the song that nobody ever really pays attention to and be like, this is why Dave uh. Grohl's a genius because he's playing like a, he gets into it, man. He's, he's playing a D sharp seven chord, but then he's uh. singing in like an A minor five. And okay. like, that's nobody does that. So, um, so he really breaks it down pretty well. So yeah, super interesting guy, pretty fun. Um, shredder guitarist, super knowledgeable about uh, rock history and anything like that. So check it out. Sweet. Can't remember the name of his channel, but just search for Rick Beato. Yeah, yeah. I think that I may have encountered this guy. I would have to like see one of his videos to know if I if I recognize his his stuff at all. But um, yeah, there's a there's a channel that I got into. I don't even want to guess the name. I don't remember, but they were really interesting because they're they're a little bit almost only music theory, but um, they would they basically use like sheet music and mm-hmm. they'll like draw on it and kind of do it as like a narration style. So what oh. they'll do is they'll take a song and as they're talking and explaining stuff, they're actually drawing little figures. They speed up their um, the drawing to kind of like have it all keep time but it's really cool because they'll just like sketch everything out for you and then when they're actually talking about stuff they'll actually you know put it on the sheet music mm-hmm. um but it's just really entertaining like um they they de uh the person deconstruct i don't really remember if it was a guy or a girl i'm pretty sure it's just a guy that's pretty sexist I- of you to say well, I don't like I think there was a weird thing that made me question that. I don't really know why. It doesn't matter. Um but they deconstructed a Billy Joel song. Hmm. Um Oh, it was it was Benny Wait, no, sorry. Elton John. Wait. Oh, Benny and the Jets, Elton John. Benny. Yeah, it's just Benny and the Jets. I don't know why I made that so complicated. Yeah. I know that's Elton John. I don't know why I incorporated <laughs> yeah. Billy Joel. Um but they just they broke down Benny and the Jets and they talked about like some of the recording techniques and they talked about the chords they use and be like, you know, kind of what sometimes songwriters do that kind of like kind of violates music theory. Yeah. But it works in the context of the song. And yeah, it's it's real interesting. So it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, that's that is really cool. That and that's kind of what he does. Yeah, he he kind of like points out to people like what you know the stuff that you know f- to the average level listener they don't understand like what is so cool about this song. But like, no, dude, he's he's breaking down you know what everything you know about music theory. Throw it out the window because he is playing his own game, and that's the kind of stuff he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like that's really interesting. Like I watched a video actually about Nirvana where this person kind of dissected a bunch of Nirvana songs and was like, yeah, he's kind of just doing jazz intervals. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, that's weird, right? Like, mm-hmm. this <laughs> yeah, is right? kind of a jazz progression. Like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah. no, I really... Yeah. Yeah, I always really like appreciate, like, I and, you know, not to speak ill of Kurt Cobain, but I 
pretty much guarantee he had no idea what he was doing. Um, mm. I'm mm-hmm. sure he might, he might have been able to read music, but I'm sure he didn't set down to be like, ah, I'm going to you know do a Mixolydian mode and then I'm going to modulate the seventh. Uh, no, he just yeah. did it because it sounded good. Um, yeah, exactly. And then it turns out that you know that's some advanced shit. <laughs> Yeah, and actually Dave Grohl is a pretty good example of that. That dude does not know how to read music at fucking all. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he and yeah, he yeah, definitely I think Foo Fighter songs are fair about more complicated than Nirvana songs even. Mm-hmm. So it's impressive. Um I know such a small amount of music theory and that does not help me at all. Because I'm a little dumb dumb. And yep. <laughs> I, you know, I understand general ideas. But see, like, I've always kind of been like an ear player, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, sometimes people are, are give me a lot of praise for my ability to do certain things. But I think I, I just try to tell them, like, I, I know music theory a little bit. And I really can get into the weeds about some things. But really, when it comes down to it. If I just watch and listen to somebody play something enough, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also very visual. Like, me learning how to drum was literally sitting there and drumming along with a video of someone drumming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, that's how I learned how to do stuff. Like, it, I don't know what I'm doing, but, you know, I just picked it up. Make it work. Yep. Yeah, so. All right. Well, we haven't done a Mitch's YouTube corner in a while. I often yeah. wonder what you spend hours on youtube doing well now you know mostly just that and gus johnson now so (laughs) (laughs) did i get you into gus johnson you got me into gus johnson so hard man (laughs) dude that makes me really really happy yeah i'm a big fan now he he actually just uh put out a video this past week making fun of uh uh the office characters and how they're all about living in the past and um it was one of his like ram videos because did you know yeah. 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 So, I yes. So yeah, long story short, Stanley from the office is trying to kickstart this TV show that's yeah. kind of a subset of the office, but not really because he'll get sued because he doesn't own the rights. So he's calling it Uncle Stan and he posted this video on Kickstarter and just it's bad. It's so bad. His the acting in it's bad. The idea for the show is bad. The fact that he's trying to capitalize on his character in the office is bad. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, yeah, man. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that you saw that. I'm so glad that you had, yeah. like, went out, you know, you watched it. Um, yeah, man, that really blew me away. And, like, I know that uh, my best friend, who is a diehard, um, I, at this point, I feel like I should just say my other friend. Sure. <laughs> best friend hurts a little, hurts a little bit. Yeah, because, no, honestly, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, actually, at this point, I think, like, yeah, I think I should just say other friend. My other <laughs> best friend. Sure. Um, anyways, uh, he was really into um, Kevin, uh, what, what's his actual name? Something, Baumgartner? Oh, Brian Baumgartner, yeah. Brian Baumgartner. He was actually really into his podcast, and... I will admit that kind of in my head, I didn't say it aloud because he he seemed to really like it. I did kind of have the same thought. I was like, how many Office podcasts do we need? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I I love the show. I really do. And I love all the people. But like, I will say my only beef with Gus Johnson, he did kind of include Rain Wilson in it a little bit. And I was like, okay, first off, that dude has his own thing. Yeah, yeah. That we have all, everyone has heard who listens to this podcast Mm -hmm. being so pancake. He had aspirations outside of it. Stanley 
is literally just riding that coattail. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, as is uh well, th- yeah, the with the the office ladies podcast with uh, a- Angela and uh Pam. Uh I have listened to a few episodes of that and it's bad. I can't. I didn't really like it. I didn't understand what was happening. It just felt like there wasn't it, yeah, it just didn't really feel like a podcast. Yeah, they're mostly just like they spend a whole lot of time just like making inside jokes. He brought up a good point that like The Office is really the first show in history that got to the point where it was so successful that the the you know the 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 other actors in the show are still just trying to cash in on that office money and doing it fairly successfully because it's such a big show it it's it definitely blew up because of like Netflix like yeah it was popular when it was out but it's like the most popular show on Netflix and it has been for like almost 10 years so well yeah like i'm kind of well now i will say i will say that i Really, pretty much. So, like, Brian Bobgarner, like, I think the first episode talked about how The Office became, like, a phenomena. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they just talk about Netflix. But then also, I didn't watch The Office when it was actually out. When The Office was out, it was, like, that popular. Mm-hmm. It just, at the time, Netflix wasn't popular. Yeah, right. So, it was this weird cycle that happened where... Like, The Office was fucking popular. That's why there's so many seasons of it and why they did so much. But, yeah, I think really in the end, uh, it did definitely make me kind of go like, yeah, I agree. I, I I dig it. But I think there's a mature way to look back on it. Like, I still, I kind of, I, I will admit that, like, Krasinski and Steve Carell, um, Ed Helm, these guys have accomplished other things in their career. So they look at, uh, look back on it. And I think do it in a in a way that doesn't feel like they're writing just that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean Krasinski has made some weird decisions. Like I don't know why he needed to do action movies. Yeah, because he's hot. Why not? <laughs> I guess, but like he did also do like Away We Go, which was this yeah. smaller indie film, and and it was actually an amazing. It was really movie. good. Yeah, and I kind of wish he didn't go the actor like the action route. Like, I wish he would have done more serious dramas because he can do that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we've really gone deep into the office weeds here. (laughs) Yeah, we have. Okay, so check out Gus Johnson. Check out Rick Beato. Sweet. That's it. (laughs) Cool. YouTube corner. Done. Yes. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) We need a gavel. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. Can we get a gavel? Um, All right. Well, Mitch. We are gathered here today because I have something I've been thinking about. Yeah, you told me about this a couple weeks ago, and I still have no idea, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, so I've been thinking, man, I grew up in Ohio. I was born and raised in Ohio. I started thinking one day, Ohio's pretty fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah? And what we're going to do today is talk about in my opinion, two of the weirdest things that have ever happened in Ohio. Okay. I'm, I'm psyched, man. One of one of those is pretty recent, and one of those is a little while ago. Okay. So I got a little bit of a spectrum here. All right? So, we start out, Mitch, do you like food? Come on. You've seen me. Oh, would you watch a channel completely devoted about food? Yeah, yeah, 
Um, yeah, I would. I have. <laughs> would you watch a show on that channel if the guy hosting the show only wore bowling shirts? <laughs> I think I see where this is going, and yes, I what would. What if he and has I'm pretty sure super bleached blonde pointy hair? Yes, sign me up. (laughs) Would you also sign a petition to rename your state's capital Flavor Town? (laughs) Because guess what? Ohio would. (laughs) Did they? Is he even from Ohio? (laughs) (laughs) So, there was a massive movement recently and a petition that I kind of don't remember the number but i have it all written down so we'll get there there was a massive petition sign to rename the name of columbus ohio to flavor town oh ohio <laughs> why and i'm gonna tell you that story so okay, here we go yes all right i'm psyched so um already i i am gonna bring people a little bit up to speed just for whatever fucking reason you don't know what flavor town is you know guy fietti you know yes. food network Sky Fietti, all right? I don't know how he would say shit like, man, I need that off a flip-flop and weird shit like that. The guy's insane, but he's actually a super interesting person. So mm-hmm. we're going to get into how there is a petition that actually does exist right now, I believe, uh, to rename this. The, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio, mind you. But yeah. the goal is to get the 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 capital of ohio columbus ohio renamed to flavortown ohio so we're going to talk about that a little bit yes and then at the end we'll do a little link so you can go sign the petition (laughs) so you go sign this um basically it just breaks down uh that there is a columbus native named tyler woodridge um who in the light of the wake of uh george Floyd and just the general idea that we don't need to idolize historical figures that were terrible people just mm-hmm. because they were historical figures. Yeah. Um, he started a petition to rename the city of Columbus Flavortown because Guy Fieri is originally born in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So he wasn't, he didn't really grow up in Ohio, but he, but he was born in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. So this all actually came on the cusp of the city of Columbus deciding to take down a statue of Christopher Columbus and and not destroy it, but basically just store it away. Mm-hmm. Basically just said, yeah, so Chris, Christopher Columbus kind of sucks and is what the city of Columbus is named after. So they decided to take down that statue and take it out of the public eye, just kind of keep it back, you know, maybe uh, put it in a museum or something. I don't, I don't know what their plan was. I don't know why they kept it. Um... Uh, but so basically this guy, Tyler Woodridge said, you know what? That's good, but not enough. I think that there is a historical figure in our city <laughs> that needs some recognition. And that is Guy Fieri. <laughs> so really, uh, that's basically the story because this happened in June. <laughs> OK, yeah. Wow. Pretty recent. <laughs> so this is barely a couple months old. <laughs> And this guy went out and 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 started to start. He started a petition, um, and I I believe that this thing had around two hundred thousand signatures. Holy shit! <laughs> it had a bit. And actually, Tyler Woodridge doesn't live in Ohio anymore. But he said when it gets whatever number, he said I really don't remember. I did do research. I promise. It just I did it hastily because 
I just ran out of time. And it yeah, also, a lot of this was hard to find, like, very specific numbers and details for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, but basically, said when I when he reaches that gold, he's going to drive back to Columbus and hand deliver it to the fucking Columbus government. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> which I thought was kind of baller. Um, but it did gain enough traction where Guy Fieri is quoted as his response oh, to this. Yes. And I would like to read that for you. Yes. So Guy Fieri said, in response to learning about this, he said, I don't know all the details. I am not behind this. I'm not the one instigating this. <laughs> Which is really funny because he's just like, hey, I just want to make sure everybody knows I didn't, I didn't do this. This wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't me. Just some crazed fan. <laughs> um, he said, am I flattered? Yes. Do I think that there's a lot going on, a lot of decisions that need to be made before this happens? Yes. If anything like this were really come about, of course, I would be there. <laughs> and holy fuck, how do we get our state's capital change <laughs> to Flavortown and I get to see Guy Fieri? <laughs> Fucking, oh, that would be so weird, right? Oh my right? god, that'd be awesome, dude. Uh, what if there was a generation of kids that learn the Ohio State Capitol as motherfucking <laughs> flavor town? Yeah, they're gonna have to like take tests and memorize all the capitals. <laughs> yeah, gonna, somebody a hundred years from now is gonna have to write Flavor Town on a test. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So and what's funny is I didn't know about this. I live here. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a little bit of a conspiracy to cover it up, because I'll be frank, if enough Iowans <laughs> found out about this, you better damn sure believe we'd all be signing this fucking petition. Absolutely, right? It's already got 200,000, which is a lot. <laughs> it, it's in that ballpark. I, I will say that I don't actually know, but it was a lot. It was substantial. Yeah. It This caused a big enough buzz that Guy Fieri weighed in on the petition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly this isn't 200 people, you know. Like this is this is a thing that started happening. And what I've noticed is that typically I think what happens when it gets picked up by the press and and a petition gets enough signatures that all of a sudden the government's like, fuck, we're going to have to actually have a meeting about this. And I cannot (laughs) fucking believe or have talked about Guy Fieri in a government meeting. And that alone is the most hilarious thing that I have ever envisioned in my life. You're telling me. There's a bunch of government officials sitting around going like, who the fuck is Guy Fieri? Like, <laughs> what? Flavor oh, Town. Man. I want there to be a statue so bad. Like, oh. bowling shirt, <laughs> bleach blonde hair, puka shell necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri statue in the middle of downtown Columbus. I mean, downtown Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Flavortown. Man, I'd eat that off a moving car tire. <laughs> Just fucking insane. So, there's that, which... I love it. ...is amazing. It makes me very, very proud to be from Ohio. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would be too, man. Underground Railroad, (laughs) Flavortown, totally. (laughs) Man, Indiana doesn't have anything cool like that. All we have is Michael Jackson. (laughs) What? <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson from Indiana. You didn't know that? I know where the, the, the. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm starting to remember. 
Yeah, that the Jacksons like were born in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, uh, Gary, yeah. Indiana, a really shady part of Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Gary, Indiana. That's like yeah, it's it's pretty sketchy. <laughs> that's like worse than Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. Fort Wayne, Indiana is so bad that um, the other famous person from Fort Wayne, um, well, the, probably the most famous person, we have two famous people from Fort Wayne, Florence Henderson uh, and uh, Pam from The Office, actually. Jenna Fisher is from Fort Wayne. She was like born here for like the first 10 years of her life, but she's been, so she like went to school here and everything, but she's done interviews where people, where she talks about her hometown and she talks about her, she talks about St. Louis, which is where she moved when she was like a teenager. So she, Indiana, Fort Wayne sucks so bad that people will be like, oh yeah, where are you born and raised? St. Louis, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You ever been there? (laughs) No, it's just not Fort Wayne, Indiana. (laughs) Anything but Indiana. (laughs) Anything but Indiana. Indiana. Oh God, that needs to be a shirt. Well, okay. Um, all right, Mitch. So we talked a little bit about how Ohioans love Guy Fieri. The only tag along I had is I don't know if you know this. Guy Fieri has like donated to multiple charity charities, established mm-hmm. his own charities. Um, it, he gets shit on so hard. Yeah, and the guy is actually has a heart of gold. Like, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you, I think we put Gordon Ramsay in a little bit too high of pristine. Maybe yeah, I mean yeah. not that he's a bad guy. I'm, I guess I'm just saying like Guy Fieri is a goofy guy, but like I think people in Ohio were just like that's that's our guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? Did I? I think I did show you a comedian named Shane Torres has a bit about like how Guy Fieri gets too much shit. Um, yeah, because we, we talked like, about that before. Well, well, yeah, because I think honestly, this kind of birthed this a little bit because mm. his whole bit started with "What did Guy Fieri ever do to you?" Like, so fucking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, and it's and it's true because yeah. he is like. Go yeah, ahead. and then he also like yeah no I, I really like that yeah look up so yeah everybody listening look up a comedian named Shane Torres he has a bit about uh, Guy Fieri uh, Fieri sorry uh, but then he also gets into like the you know Chad Kroger from Nickelback how he gets shit on all the time too um, and yeah. it's really funny because like yeah he, he brings up all these amazing things that these people have done but for some reason like they've become the butt of the joke and like you know because it's funny it's meme culture to like hate on someone it's funny uh but they're not deserving of that so it just kind of brings up a good point no i i I, whoa yeah actually yeah it's getting weirdly deep i do actually feel sometimes because i shit on nickelback too all the time i do feel bad because actually chad kruger is actually a pretty decent human being oh yeah like yeah he, he's a gym yeah his music sucks but he's he's done some good things yeah <laughs> and and honestly like i think the more i become an adult the more i'm starting to be like yeah fuck you guy fieri rocks <laughs> you know i don't I'm know right if every i think it is a little bit different because i don't know if people intentionally shit on guy fieri i think they just find him so laughable which in all fairness is a little bit fair yeah right but well, well, that that guy Tyler Woodridge, like he had some quote of just like, oh, I'm pretty sure like the mayor weighed in or something and just said like, well, yeah, I mean we do love food and he's a nice guy, <laughs> like just like this thing where he wasn't like completely opposed to it, and <laughs> I just amazing. found that 
hilarious of just like, what the fuck? Like, how close is this to happening? Yeah, right. <laughs> um. All right, Mitch. Well, we're going to talk about the second weirdest thing. Actually, I'm not sure which one's weirder. These aren't in order. We're just going to yeah. talk about another super weird thing that happened in Ohio. Okay. Uh, Mitch, do you like the zoo? Who doesn't like the zoo? Out of the zoo, do you like monkeys? Of course I like monkeys. That's the best part. You, they, they throw their shit. Sometimes they just like jerk each other off. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We got to do more podcasts where you come out in a bad mood. I never thought I'd hear a monkey masturbation joke from you on the podcast. Have you not seen that at the zoo, zoo, though? Am I wrong? That happens every time you go to the zoo. Well, it's funny, too. I just listened to a podcast where you talked about where you were thinking about buying a monkey. Oh, yeah. And that, and still, yeah, that still stands. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of looking at it. Well, Mitch, to, to, to round this out, we're going to talk about the story of Harambe. Because guess oh, what? Oh, man. That happened in Ohio. It did. And yep. the shit gets crazier than I remember it getting. So here we go. All right. On May 28th, 2016... I'm reading a Wikipedia article, by the way. Okay, that's cool. A three-year-old boy visiting the Cincinnati Zoo fell into the moat at the Gorilla World Habitat. Witnesses said they heard the child say that he wanted to go into the gorilla enclosure. The boy then climbed a three-foot-tall fence, crawled through four feet of bushes, and then fell 15 feet into a moat of shallow water. Zoo officials immediately signaled for the three gorillas in the habitat to return inside, and two females did. However, the third gorilla, the inquisitive 440-pound male silverback Harambe, climbed down into the moat to investigate the child splashing in the water. Over the next 10 minutes, Harambe became increasingly agitated and disoriented. That is in quotes. Um, oh, actually, sorry. Agitated and disoriented, in quotes, by the screams of onlookers. He dragged the child through the water, occasionally propping him up when he would sit or pushing him down when he stood. Harambe exhibiting strutting behavior, walking around with his legs and arms stiffly extended to appear bigger. Um, a bluffing move, though one with inherent danger, should he throw and drag the boy around too roughly. Harambe then carried the boy up a ladder out of the moat onto dry land. Afraid for the boy's life, zoo officials made the decision to kill the gorilla. And they did so with a single rifle shot. Cincinnati firefighters said the boy was between Harambe's legs when the shot was fired. Harambe was killed one day after his 17th birthday. The boy was given a trauma assessment and transported to Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. His injuries were were non-life-threatening. So, if you somehow don't know about Harambe, that's what happened. Then what happened, for whatever fucking reason, it just turned into a meme. Oh yeah, that went viral fast. Like, so fast. Like, there was an episode on South Park that literally, like, incorporated dicks out for Harambe. It just wasn't as transparent. They used it for something else, but literally this made its way to South Park. Yeah, wow. 
Like this was a fucking meme. So here, here's here's the next thing I want to talk about. Several vigils took place to honor Harambe's death. A candlelight vigil was held at Hyde Park in London, not what? London, Ohio, London, England. I thought you were talking about Hyde Park, Ohio, because that's a uh, suburb of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, no, Hyde Park, London, England. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anthony Seta, an animal rights activist, spoke at the vigil in Cincinnati Zoo saying, I'm not here to decide what was right and what was wrong. The fact is, is that a gorilla who just celebrated his birthday had been killed. And also Jane Goodall also weighed in on this. Hmm. And she felt that it was unjust to kill the gorilla. There were many people after the fact who basically felt like that Harambe was actually protecting the child. So take that with yeah. a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah. I find that I, I do find that interesting. So Mitch, I just remember so that I was, was my question. Say, I, I just remember everybody like on Facebook being like way up in arms about like them killing a gorilla, which is I mean very I mean yeah you, you're allowed to be mad about that. That's not okay. But basically everyone's attitude on it was like they should have killed the kid instead. Like and then they they gave the like the kid's mom so much shit. Like you know if you would have been watching your kid, a gorilla would still be alive. Which yeah I kind of get, but like she's a real person who's probably reading these comments. Um, Let's, you know, take it easy. Like, that's just kind of how I felt about the whole thing. Hey, we want to name our capital Flavortown. Do you think we're (laughs) taking it easy? Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck you and your kid. We want Harambe. All right. We want him back. Fuck your kid. He better be the president and solve world hunger. You'd rather. Okay. Not you, because I'm pretty sure I know how you feel about it. But Ohio and just the world would rather kill a kid than a gorilla. (laughs) I I don't remember. I I don't really remember that. I will say that, like, I was definitely one of the people where they were like, um, well, they had to shoot it because of the kid. And I was like, where the fuck was the parents? He's three years old. Did you hear what I said? I do want to go back because I, I, I this isn't why I'm bringing this up. But this is what this said. He climbed a three foot tall fence. The child's three years old. Um, crawled through four feet of bushes and then fell an additional 15 feet into a moat. Bruh, what were you doing? <laughs> Getting a funnel cake? I I don't know. Probably texting. <laughs> hey, you know, honey, did you TiVo that Guy Fieri show? I gotta get some Triple D all up in me because uh, <laughs> I gotta I gotta see what they're doing on uh, Triple D tonight. I heard they're coming out with Guy's Grocery Games, which is Triple G, <laughs> which is so hilarious. Yeah. Um. No, I, I was just I, I, I will I will admit I do remember when this happened. I was a pretty big proponent of uh yeah, I think I th- I think the parrots kind of fucked the pooch on this one. I'm gonna be honest, they screwed the pooch. I don't know how you let that happen to your child. Now granted, he climbed a three foot tall fence. So as a three year old, I mean what is he? Three foot tall? He's probably three feet, yeah. <laughs> Maybe there should be higher fences. I I, I don't know. I'm not a zoologist. <laughs> Maybe. Except for zoo tycoon. <laughs> right. I've 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 dabbled in roller coaster tycoon and zoo tycoon. I don't remember there being three foot tall fences. So maybe this was a little bit of the zoo's fault. Um, here to me, not only did this get memed to all fucking get out. I mean, this still is 
comes up like dicks out for harambe and all that good stuff so here's Mm -hmm. here's where i think this went into a stratosphere in australia people joked about supporting harambe's corpse as a write-in candidate on the ballot for the federal election jesus so that happened then in the u.s they included harambe Harambe was a write-in in the U.S. presidential election in whatever year that was. I don't remember. It was the Trump-Hillary election. So 16? Yeah. The most recent it w- one. It was that year. Wow. Okay. Um, Harambe had 5% of support in late July 2016. He was polling higher than Green Party nominee Jill Stein. <laughs> Because she only polled at 2% in August. Oh, my God. (laughs) Harambe got more votes than an actual person (laughs) in the U.S. in 2016. That's insane. That is fucking insane. And I guarantee you a majority of that 5% was from fucking Ohio. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely, yeah. I mean, now that you say that, though, I would kind of gravitate towards voting for Harambe. You know, between if I if I have my choice of Trump or Hillary, Harambe is starting to sound pretty good. What I love is that he polled higher than the Green Party. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this is a whole party that's like, well, no, we're a political party. Take us seriously. Well, I don't know if that's her whole attitude, <laughs> but what's hilarious is that they're called Kinda, the Green. Yeah. They're a they're a political party, and then everyone's like dicks out for Harambe. Voting's dumb. Like Ohio has no fucking chill at all. <laughs> exactly. I I mean, like, dude, I just said, like, are we that fucking insane? It's like, look, let's rename our capital fucking Flavortown. Let's elect a dead gorilla. Like, <laughs> fucking whatever. Like, and it's and you know, here here's here's part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it. Mitch, did you know that, I okay, I may need fact checked. I could be a little bit wrong, but I'm pretty sure that there is no president in the history of the United States who has not won the presidential election who has not also won the state of Ohio? Oh, I think you're right, yeah. I, I That would also need fact-checking, but yeah. From my recollection, I mean, maybe there's like one case, but I literally, like, I mean, let's just even remotely say 95% of the time, no president, basically the, the, the kind of the phrase goes, if you win Ohio, you win the presidency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Then, <laughs> we're the ones who are like, you know what? Christopher Columbus was kind of douche. You know who's not a douche? Guy Fieri. <laughs> exactly. And you know where he takes me all the time? Flavortown. You know where yep. I want to go? Yep. I want to go to fucking Flavortown. <laughs> Man, I love gorillas. You know what I think about gorillas? They should probably be president. Especially a dead one who was murdered in vain. Like... It it makes me so proud to be from Ohio and so confused (laughs) all at the same time. I don't, I'm just baffled by this state. I don't get it. Are we, like, are we conservative? Are we rich? 
Like, or are we just a bunch of internet trolls out to just destroy the world? Like, I don't understand. I feel like I'm living in a state where everyone is just the Joker secretly. And we just sort of like, (laughs) some men want to watch the world burn. Like, dicks out for Harambe. (laughs) Fucking, like, it. it is insane. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way about Indiana, too, sometimes. Like, Ohio and Indiana, I feel like, are very similar um, in terms of a lot of things. Uh, But Indiana is a lot of times one of those, like, it's a state that, like, people will, like, write off. If you're not from Indiana, you never think about it. You're like, oh, that's somewhere out in the Midwest, a bunch of, like, rednecks. I think they have, I think they farm. Uh, But then, also, Indianapolis is one of the biggest cities in the Midwest. Indianapolis is huge. It's bigger than Cincinnati, Columbus, like Cleveland, it's bigger than any like city in Ohio. Um, so and and just the, the the fact that you have the biggest city in the Midwest, and then also these real small backwards towns in the middle of nowhere, all in the same state, is kind of just weird for both Ohio and Indiana. Yeah, I think that's a good like that's a good way to put it. Like I think Ohio and Indiana are very cuz that's what's weird too, right? Is like Ohio is weird because we have Cincinnati and Columbus. We have Columbus which I which I think is bigger. I don't even know, man. Like but I guess that's what's weird for me being in Ohio. Is oh, and we have Toledo, which is also not yeah, a small yeah. city. So it's really weird because like you can there are like, I, I I look I through work I realized that there's a place called Chattababwa, Ohio. Of course there is. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. What state do I live in? And maybe this is everybody's experience in different states, but I really don't think that Idaho is really pulling internet memes out of their ass. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, the Midwest is strange. Um, Ohio and Indiana. I I don't know. I I, I guess I kind of wanted to do this episode because I hope... Definitely not the next episode. You don't have to. I kind of hope in the future... You dive into a little bit of Indiana's weird cultural spotlights I've that they've had. I'm, I've already been thinking about it like this entire time because <laughs> I, I want to do something. <laughs> to, to me, these were two of the biggest things that I've, and, and I think the Flavor Town one, not necessarily that it really, I mean, it reached far enough for Guy Vietti to feel the need to comment on it. Yeah, but I guess what I mean more is just that, <laughs> like we, the capital of Ohio could be named Flavor Town, and that alone. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you got to love it. Like, what could God, that even... I love this country. Yeah, <laughs> right. I love the USA. Fucking love Ohio. Um, so th- those, to me, were like the two bigger things that have happened in Ohio that just kind of make me go like, I'm weirdly on board with all of it. So I don't know if that's the Ohio one in me where it's just like, I don't know. Sure, let's fucking roll with this. I don't I don't know <laughs> yeah. what happened uh but yeah so but i am curious i would love to hear an episode in the future about indiana's weird weird claim to fames uh there's a reason you're there basketball maybe (laughs) uh basketball racism drugs yeah what's not to love (laughs) yeah i was i was pretty close there we're not yeah that different um yeah well that's that's really all i had I, i really just wanted to tell tell kind of these stories and just get your reaction to them um, 
nothing bigger or deeper. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck, Ohio? That is totally cool, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, I Yeah, obviously, it's always good. It's always fun to look back on Harambe. Um, I had no idea that uh, the... Yeah, the guy Fieri was even from Ohio, uh, so that it shed some new light. <laughs> there we go. And I didn't either, to be honest. I didn't even know about this. And when I got told that, I was like, why does that make all the sense in the world and then none of the sense in the world? <laughs> exactly, right? Like, what state do I fucking live in? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's just so fucking weird. Um all right, man. Well, that's all I had. Um, so we can start wrapping this thing up. Um, do we have any voicemails or should we do what you cranking? What should we get into? Uh, there's no voicemails. Uh, hit us up, though. Um, I'm going to try to find the number real quick. Uh, call us on our voicemail. Um, the number is 513. Thought it would load by now. Uh, <laughs> it is 513-987-9900. Leave us some voicemails, people. 513-987-9900. Uh, but yeah, let's get into I do have some uh, what you cranking. Do you you want to do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. You want to you want to go first on this one, Mitch? What what you uh what you been cranking? Okay. I have been cranking a dude named Kamasi Washington. What um, the f- actual fuck? <laughs> what? Have you not heard of Kamasi Washington? <laughs> no, Mitch, won, believe it or not, I haven't. All right. He won like the best album of the year in 2015, um, which is phenomenal. Um, so he uh, he's a jazz musician. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's jazz. Uh, he put out this album in 2015 called The Epic, um, and it is indeed epic. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's basically two hours of just this nonstop, um, crazy, what-the-fuck-are-you-doing jazz music. And it goes, I, I was listening to it pretty much all day today. Um, and it, th- yeah, it's so awesome, man. It's, if, you, if you like jazz, definitely listen to Jum- Kamasi Washington. Is it one song? No, it's like they're really long songs, though. Uh-oh. It's like a yeah, but the the whole album is about two hours long. Um, wow. One of my friends owns it on vinyl, and it's like three different LPs. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that would be the so, only way that could be slightly cooler. Is like, hey, I'm gonna write an album called The Epic, and guess what? It's two <laughs> hours, same fucking song. Let's same go. Same song. Right? One take. <laughs> Let's go. That that would be baller. No, that um, sounds really but, interesting. So, is this like fusion jazz? Like, what are what are we? What is what does jazz mean in this sense? Oh, I don't know enough about jazz to really speak to what uh, what ilk it is. Um, <laughs> nice use of ilk. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I don't use that a lot. Um, I I think that he plays the trumpet, um, but it's it's a full band stuff. It's like uh, you know. Um, it's it's jazz kind of like mixed with a little bit of like a soul like if you can imagine that okay yeah i think so that that sounds really interesting like i i actually uh do really want to check this out i will say that i i did start doing a little bit of an experiment and i actually started to go back to the what you crank and playlist and mm-hmm. actually putting that on shuffle and actually listening to the songs that you have put on there yeah um, and I have really, really dug a lot of the stuff. I, cool. I got to maybe next episode I could brief you more on what I've been into. Uh, but I've been kind of blown away by some of your stuff. And I'm I'm a little bit upset at myself that I haven't like listened to it more. But then again, yeah, I guess yeah. like 
that's kind of what we do when we actually hang out with each other is we play each other music. So sometimes yeah, I kind of like let it go. I don't really think about it. But yeah, there was a couple bands where I was like, damn, this is Mitch's band. This is fucking dope. Cool. Do you have any off the top of your head? Oh, man. I mean, I guess if you'll humor me and you don't mind, I'll look real quick for you. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you've been liking. Because that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons I, you know, pick out the bands is you know, one of my one of my lines of thinking is like, I want to pick something that might open new doors for the listeners, but also like you. Like, um, you yeah, know, that's what's fun about this. Yeah. And, and by no means, was I, like, obviously, I was never like. Well, fucking Mitch doesn't know. It's just like I never took the time to really like really kind of let something play. Every now and then there are some bands where I'm like, I kind of get this. I'm not real excited Mm -hmm. about it. Um, Evan Olsen. Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Oh, man. That was one that I put on there. That was the Harambe of choices. Um, That was almost a meme. (laughs) Um, no, Evan Olson. I remember I put it on the podcast or on the episode because I listened to that podcast um, called Reply All, and that was the song that uh, that the podcast where they like they found this guy that was like, "Hey, I've got this song in my head." Remember that? And I I, I remember hearing it when I was a kid, but I can't remember what it's called. Oh! They eventually tracked it down, and it was that song. So, so I'm, damn, I'm actually really mad I didn't remember that. It was my favorite story you've ever told on the podcast. Dude, yeah, if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, do it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I, I, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> what episode was that? Do you remember? Uh, I do not remember. <laughs> Me neither, because it was, like, not even the whole episode. Like, it was one yeah. bit, but I swear to God, we'll need to find it. Because, like, honestly... Like, I remember at the end of that, I was like, holy fuck. Like, it, oh, my <laughs> and God. And then you forgot about it and never listened to that podcast. <laughs> I think this is one band. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was this song that I was pretty in. Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Oh, I knew you'd like Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Yeah, I was kind of like, whoa, this is pretty good. <laughs> like, um... You know, like, I think for the most part, um, that was a major one. I think also there was a little bit, like, um, I think it was just, like, me actually, like, oh, uh, oh, Ben Queller. Oh, yeah, Ben Queller. He's awesome. Dude, he, that was so good. And I was like, man, I'm kind of mad that I didn't actually, like, go and listen to this. Because I was like, this is really good. Like, <laughs> I'm going to probably get into that guy. I loved it. Um, yeah, good, man. Yeah, I've, I've had, actually, he was, yeah, this is very hipster of me. But I've been a fan of Ben Queller since, like, high school. I had a couple of his CDs. And it's still this dude that, like, nobody's ever heard of. But he's he's legit. Yeah, no, I was I was really impressed. I guess, like... I guess, like, the stuff that I vibed on more was the harder, like, rock, punkier stuff. Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't always hear you listen to that. So every now and then, yeah. like, yeah, like, I'll I'll hear a band. Like, there was a couple bands that I thought were good. But I was like, well, this is just kind of... It, it's not blowing me away. But then yeah, when, I heard, fair. when I heard this stuff, like, Ben Queller and stuff like that, I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, super cool rock music. I didn't know Mitch was super into that. And it actually kind of informed me for... A lot of the songs that you've written in the past few years cool. and i was like oh okay this is really dope this is it's exciting for me as a guy who primarily listens to um i mean i listen to a band where the lead singer is a parrot 
So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you hit me with some psychedelic punk, I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, well, as far as what I have been cranking, um, I've been listening to a band. I don't know. You might know them. You might not. I don't know. Probably everyone does. I've been listening to the Gorillas. Who's that now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, the Gorillas. Oh holy shit, bro. The Gorillas. Harambe. Oh my God. What is happening? <laughs> I didn't plan this at all. I was drunk on Sunday and I listened to like every gorilla song ever. <laughs> Maybe it was subconscious. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't really need to get in. I mean, it's the gorillas. You either like them or you don't. I like them because it was. I think when I was younger, it was my first like introduction into more electronic music mm-hmm, and i yeah. and that was probably the time the gorillas to me are the ability for electronic music to actually be interesting um and i don't know i really dig it i think if you don't like the gorillas i don't know let it go maybe just let me like the gorillas <laughs> i don't know i i'm sure there's critiques about them but i don't know i just i really like the gorillas i think that they're really interesting like I said, I think it. I think it's kind of my. To me, it was like the introduction into '80s music. I feel like I could mm-hmm. go back and listen to '80s music now and be a little bit more appreciative because I do understand electronic music a little bit better. And it's it's still just as hard. It's not like just mm-hmm. because it's electronic that it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And if you listen to the Gorillas, I think you can really see that because they're yeah. Yeah, and and they're also not just their hits. Like they have songs like Dirty Harry. Um they have a song Fuck, what was that for? I really like their first album. Their first album is like really kind of doomy. It's not very happy at all. Which I thought was kind of strange. They're like gloomy electronica on their first album. It's very strange. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever like taken the time to go back and listen to Gorillas. Listen to a full album, man. It's a journey. It's different. I'll do that. Yeah, I've never been a huge Gorillaz fan, but I mean, I definitely appreciate like Damon Albarn. Um, I know that he's like a solid musician. He was in Blur. I like Blur. <laughs> That's also super weird. The guy who <laughs> fronts the Gorillas, it's it's totally his brainchild. Is the same guy who wrote like Song Two, like. And then also there is the the worst song ever, I think, which is Blur's Boys and Girls. I don't know if you know that song. It's like, boys who like girls, who like boys, who like girls. It's fucking bad. I don't get it at all. I don't understand Blur. (laughs) Because they wrote a song like Song 2, and I swear to God, right now, Mitch, I, I, I'm i going to send you a link when we get done. I'm going to need you to just listen to the chorus. It's literally like, boys who like girls, who like boys, who like girls. And it's like, what the fuck is the Turn this shit off. Oh, is this it? <laughs> this is it? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I see you, Blur. I mean, this is this is not bad. Skip ahead a little bit. Oh, 
Okay, we're good. Here we go. I don't know what you're talking about. That song bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I hung okay. out with guys who, I swear to God, if I put that on at a party, would have beaten my fucking ass to that song. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That song is so stupid. I mean, yeah, I agree. The lyrics are stupid, but, like, it's got a good beat, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess in all fairness, here and then again, I just, like, I'm like, well, no, this is good. And you kind of see the birth of the gorillas. But that same band wrote yeah. song two, which is one of, honestly, the heaviest riffs ever. That song rocks. Yeah. And oh, I, my God, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, but <laughs> I'm glad you... <laughs> This song kind of slaps, though. <laughs> big, big fan. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, well, that's all we have for you. Um, we're get, you're going to have to catch us later. Um, I think it's going to be a few weeks before we record again, so that's kind of exciting. I think we have enough episodes now. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and when you come back, it's like we were always here. Exactly, because we were always here. <laughs> we were... <laughs> All right, stay fresh. Stay fresh, you filthy cheese bags. <laughs> and peace, guys. Thanks for listening.